I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. Welcome to Modern Widow. Fran and I, we were going to talk about that very first time when you're going to have sex with a person other than your spouse. But once again, real life got in the way. So this week is Sherry's Home Improvement Show, also known as... Sherry's Shit Show. And we are going to be talking about shit. Yes, we are. But before we do the Home Improvement Hour, Fran, you know what time it is. It's time for weekend shenanigans and notable events. I'm pretty sure my notable events for this episode will become shenanigans for the next episode. First, I'm going to be an extra in a commercial for a local hard cider establishment. And the premise sounds so cool. And second, day after tomorrow, I'm going to participate in a study for a major appliance manufacturer whose world headquarters is located where I live. That's Whirlpool Corporation. And both of these events will take place in the next couple of days. And so I will be reporting back on them the next time we talk. Fran, that is so exciting. Now, how did you connect with the commercial people? How was that all set up? There's a local application that a lot of us use. It's for events that are going on around this area. And they wrote a short article about this commercial shoot that's coming up. And there was a link in the blurb if you would like to be considered as an extra. And I filled out the form and they got back to me and the rest is history. And that happens tomorrow. A star is born. Yeah, you know, what's that saying? Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then the Whirlpool testing, how did that all come about? Yeah, well, they do this. Anytime Whirlpool is considering a new model of any of their appliances, refrigerators, dishwashers, stoves, whatever, they actually bring people in to do a test study and give their opinions as far as like any improvements they could make to it. Would you consider buying this new appliance? I applied for one a couple of months ago. It was for a type of stove, but you had to have that type of stove to be in the study. And I did not have that type of stove. This time it's on a top load washing machine, which I have. I'm excited and Sherry, for one hour of your time, Whirlpool pays you $75. Yeehaw. One hour. I love it. Yeah, me too. Well, those are two exciting things going on in your life. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Now it's time for Sherry's Home Improvement Show, also known as Sherry's Shit Show in Florida. So let me start with the backstory. I bought this cute little house in Cape Coral. I closed on the house April 1st, 2022. Note to self, never do anything important or sign any legal documents on April Fool's Day. And I don't think I knew that until you just said that. I'm thinking, okay, you signed the paperwork on April Fool's Day? <laughs> I know. The first lesson learned. <laughs> So I flew back and forth a few times, and by July, 
the house was ready to go. I had to put a new roof on it, which I knew. So that was done in May. I wanted the interior of the house painted different colors. So that was all done. Any drywall cracks were fixed. It looked just perfect for me to go down in October. And I was going to go down in October and November, come home for the holidays, then go back down for January, February, and March, and maybe even April. And I was looking forward to coming and visiting you. Lots of people were. Nobody Un has visited. Un until. <laughs> do, 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 do. On September 12th, I get a text from my next door neighbor in Florida that says, Sherry, there's water coming out of your garage. Now that is never good news. <laughs> never, ever. Lesson number two. Turn off the water when you're not there. But you had a reason that you needed to keep it on. Didn't you need to keep it on for your pool? Yes, there was a reason or two that I had the water on. First of all, some friends had also moved down to Cape Coral full time, and they would use the house periodically because they were remodeling their house. Plus, I didn't know anything about the pool. So, of course, I left the pool on so that the pool guy could fill the pool. Anyway, I fly down and assess the damage immediately, and I meet with the adjusters. Then, less than two weeks, Hurricane Eon happened in Cape Coral in the Fort Myers area. So even though my claim was in first, I didn't want to say too much because people lost their houses. And at that point, didn't you just feel like the hits just kept on coming? That's right. But the hurricane did nothing to damage my house. So it was a water pipe breaking in one of my bathrooms and not the hurricane. Isn't that odd? Well, well, I don't know, considering that it was you anymore. <laughs> no. When I sit back and think about it, it certainly is an unusual situation. But that's not the only thing that happened, right? So I fly down like once a month just to check on the house because the damage was over $50,000 because the water had been running in my home before someone noticed it four to seven days. Now that's according to the demolition team because mold had started to grow. Not only did the house flood, but for some unknown reason, and I even had my air conditioning units all checked. The air conditioning circuit breaker broke. And so there wasn't only a flood in my house, it was 95 degrees. So mold was growing like crazy. Water in 90, 95 degrees inside a house can never turn out well. No. And so they had to take the walls down to the studs up to four feet in all the rooms. So, of course, I, it was unlivable and everything was pulled out of the house. Now, the flooding wasn't the only water problem. The demolition team, they removed all the sinks. And for some reason, they did not cap the kitchen sink valve. So the water is turned off, but the pool guy comes over on Monday and he turns the water on. So he turns the water on to make sure the pool is filled for the week. And he doesn't know that the valves in the kitchen aren't capped. So the demo manager just happens to come by the house to see if it was all dried out. And here is water squirting 
all over my kitchen. So now I have to replace the upper kitchen cabinets, which made it through the initial flood, but did not make it through the kitchen sink valves not being capped. I try to picture the look on his face or what he was thinking when he walked in there and saw this geyser coming out of your kitchen sink. I know. Sherry, <laughs> like, it really sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> well, it gets better. Since the house was down to studs, I decide I might as well make the house the way I want it. And in the master bathroom, the sink was over to the right. And I'm so anal, the sink had to be centered. So they went in, removed the plumbing and put new plumbing in and centered the sink. My cousin happens to be over and the toilets are working. And everybody knows that the water has to be turned off unless there's a specific reason and only for a little amount of time. My cousin has to go to the bathroom. He turns the water on, but he doesn't go directly to the bathroom. There's some people at the pool area and he's talking to them. So maybe 15, 20 minutes later, he oh, decides no. it's time for my bathroom break. He oh. goes in and brand new coupling that they had just put on broke and now there's water all over that bathroom. At this point, I'd be ready to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so the plumbing company whom I respect and love, they have been wonderful throughout all this. They came immediately, got it all fixed and life goes on. But one more water problem. All of this is happening October, November, and the contractors started to work on the house December 19th. Now, I know a lot of work's not going to get done the week before Christmas sure. or the week after Christmas, sure. but at least I felt like they were starting. Just last week in March, I finally got water in the bathtub. The toilets were working, but there was no running water. And I told them, I am coming down to Florida. I am living in my house. I have to have a toilet and I have to have running water. Well, I didn't have it for about a week and a half, but I did get it a week ago. The plumber, the so-called plumber, did not put plumber's putty around the drain. And so water was leaking under my bathtub. Oh, Sherry. I didn't realize this until I got up in the middle of the night to use the restroom and all oh, of a sudden no, I see, no. I didn't see water. I saw water spots on uh, the baseboards on one side of the wall and on the other side of the wall. Now, Sherry has been kind and patient. Well, I give you a lot of credit for that because I don't know that I could have been with all of this going on. It, it seems like it's just been a never ending series of problems. Yes, but at that point, Sherry decided to take a different tack. <laughs> In other words, look out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I told the contractor, I have been patient and kind. No more. Oh, I need to take a step back because people might be saying, well, why did you hire these people? I did not. My insurance company 
said that if I hire their contractors and also their demolition team, I pay nothing but my deductible, which was $1,000, and they take care of everything else. So who wouldn't take that deal? Well, sure. And plus, I'm in Michigan. The house was unlivable. I couldn't be there. So, of course, I went with that deal. So they are the ones that hired these contractors. Oh, plus, the contractors would not take any responsibility for that water under the bathtub. Somebody was responsible. You weren't there. It wasn't your fault. And I said to them, I saw the guy in the bathtub working on it. (laughs) (laughs) I have a visual of this. (laughs) I contacted the adjuster and the adjuster called me back and I said, you guys hired these people. You are going to straighten this out. And then his response was, well, technically... We hire a third-party company to hire the contractors. Um, I said, well, between all of you, this is going to be straightened out. And Fran, besides that, the drywall has been a nightmare. Now, there is a technique on these older homes, and this home is only 1,100 square feet. It was built in 1976. It's just a little ranch. You know, just perfect. Two bedrooms, two bathrooms for me and Gaston and if someone wants to come and visit. Mm -hmm. So there is a drywall technique called orange peel. It's a textured look. The top half of my house where the drywall is, and they didn't have to take it down, is this pretty orange peel. The bottom half is just smooth. And I said, how can this be acceptable to you guys? (laughs) Do you think... People aren't going to notice these weird walls. (laughs) And the other thing that took me way over, I'm supposed to have all new doors because the bottom of the doors were sitting in water for seven days. They're all pulled apart. Right. They went to other jobs, pulled old doors from other projects and put them in my house. I used a word or two that hasn't come out of my mouth in ages. I would have gone ballistic. People would have heard me screaming. I think they did. Oh. Oh. So, Fran, 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 because I contacted the adjuster, there is going to be a meeting this week about all of my complaints, and they are going to come to my house, and it will be the adjuster, the third party that hired the contractor, the contractor, and Sherry. Didn't you say in the middle of all this, the original adjuster that you had been dealing with left, and so then you got another adjuster? I've had three adjusters. Oh, God. (laughs) When the first adjuster told me in December he was leaving, I said, you can't do that now. You're leaving me? I mean, I've never met the guy or anything, but... (laughs) Well, what happened to the second one? Well, because there's been a complaint filed... They moved it up to like the manager of the adjusters, which is good. That's good. I like that. Well, yeah. Well, so here's the great news. So it's Monday. Today, a new leaf has turned. All of a sudden, I have orange peel texture on all my walls. All of a sudden, they are painting my house the colors that I told them to paint. All of a sudden... Everything is beginning to come together. And when the gentlemen left my house today, they said, you will have new doors tomorrow. It's because they know that they've been called on the spot 
they know that they're under the microscope now. And you know that old saying, you know, about the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Once again, it is up to you. It's up to us. You have to be proactive. Absolutely. And I'm sure they have a new word for me. <laughs> I wonder how many adjusters they employ. <laughs> but Sherry, tell the listeners, because of, you know, the painting and the taping off and all that, they told you to go around the house and put little pieces of tape on every oh. area that you thought needed to be Oh, fixed. true. <laughs> and my first reaction was, I wasn't sure that even Home Depot had that much tape. <laughs> I was going to wrap the whole house in a real pretty blue tape bowl yes. and say, here, baby, it's yours. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's the entire house. Well, to finish this nightmare up, just to make me feel better, I plan on watching The Money Pit. I'm um, sure that'll cheer me up. Well, because your story is The Money Pit Part 2. Absolutely. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We want to thank our executive producer for her continued expert advice and critiques of our podcast. Also, a big shout out to Paul. Thank you for always a great job of editing. Of course, we want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in and listening. If you would like to write a comment, our email address is modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. Again, modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast on the following apps. Anchor, Spotify, Breakers, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Plus, follow us on Instagram at Modern Whittle Podcast. Fran, I hope next week we will have something great to report. I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. And after all that, I was going to say, we tell you about next week's episode, but the way things are going, even we don't know what it's going to be at this point. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, I do have a quote for this week's closing, and I think it's one that we can all take something from. Goals aren't achieved just because we want them to. They become a reality because we decide they matter more than what we've always done. So decide and make it happen. See you next time. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.